Hello, beautiful souls. Today, Tess Jewel Larson joins me. She empowers women professionals, entrepreneurs, and high achievers to go from exhausted and overwhelmed to balanced and thriving. Tess is a certified mindfulness coach, experienced yoga teacher, and yoga therapist in training. And Tess emphasizes breath support, mindful movement, stress management, nervous system resiliency, mindset and lifestyle shifts, and taking small steps that build up so that her clients feel more joyful, balanced, and optimistic and thrive no matter what obstacles come their way. Tess is also the co-host of the podcast, The Happy Edit, which I will be on very shortly, where she and her co-hosts dive into what it means to be happy and how to build a foundation of happiness from different lenses. So dive in, make sure that you have a pen and paper. You know, I always say that. I can't wait for you to listen to some of her suggestions. I took away many key components and also reconnected with a few things that I already knew but had forgotten. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here with the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. And today I have Tess Jewel Larson on, who is a stress and burnout coach. So I'm going to have her go into a little bit about herself, what she does, and what she brings to the world. Hi, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you first so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, all right, so a little bit about me. Um, <laughs> there's so many hats, um, but the I guess the, the the main thing of what I do, you say that I'm a stress and burnout coach. So my whole sort of role of what I've adopted is I empower women professionals, entrepreneurs, and high achievers to go from feeling exhausted and overwhelmed to balance and thriving. Um, and so th- the different techniques that I use, I am a certified mindfulness coach. I'm an experienced yoga teacher. I'm a yoga therapist in training. So I have like a lots of different sort of modalities that I'm picking from. I'm also training in Qigong as well at the moment. Um, so like, I, I really like to kind of use different tools from lots of different modalities to, to be able to, to support myself. Um, and I'll get into that a little bit, but then through that also to be able to support those around me and the people that I work with. Um, so I got into this role because of my own struggles with anxiety and stress and burnout. Um, and I, you know, it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't uh, very pretty at times. Um, I, I definitely 2020 for me was like an, 
explosion of like for many people, an explosion of just what the heck is going on and things that were kind of festering for a long time um, just exploded in my face. And I realized I had to make a change. I couldn't continue on the same way that I had been continuing on for years. Um, And so I made the, uh, at the time felt like a very crazy decision to quit my job. Um, and I had the support of my husband and my family through that, which was very wonderful because I don't think I would have had the strength to do it otherwise. Um, and I started up teaching yoga and also just working to bring my body and my mind back into a place that was stable. Um, I, you know, 2020 before I made this change, I had physically injured myself to the point where I could barely move. I was not able to to move without excruciating pain. Um, I was often, you know, finding myself in points of where I was just in major panic attacks and crying and sobbing on the kitchen floor usually. Um, and so it it went from really not in a good place physically, mentally, to then slowly, slowly, slowly picking myself back up through the practices of mindfulness, of yoga, of studying these different modalities with amazing teachers from around the world, which was one benefit of COVID was that they, this was, you know, this was available because before that, you know, you'd have to physically go to those places. And I did not have the the funds to do that or the ability to do that, you know, with work and all that sort of stuff and family. So, you know, it, it opened up these doors to me that I didn't have access to before. Um, so I had already been trained in, in teaching yoga. I went to India, um, and spent an amazing time in an ashram there, um, uh, in 2019. And so I was able to kind of use that as my base and then jump into all of these different things in 2020, 2021. And and now, (laughs) like, it's just a continual cycle. I love that. And what came up for me when you were saying, saying that is you were able to do that in 2019 before COVID happened, almost like it was setting you up for you to be able totally. to use those, right? So I love that you brought up COVID because so many people, there's so many mixed emotions with COVID. A lot of people say it was the worst thing ever. And some people say it's the best thing ever. I was one of those ones like you. It seems like we use that time to really grow spiritually in connection with ourselves. Yeah. So then you can come out a different person. So many people returned to work and wanted it to get back to normal, but we didn't yeah. have to. And it sounds like you realized through COVID that you were stressed and burned out and then you were oh. sick and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was a huge wake up call to me. Like, what am I doing with my life? You know, and, and, <laughs> you know, not only that, but how am I, connecting with myself because I wasn't. And that was one of the biggest issues. And and one of the biggest issues I see, you know, now, you know, looking back, it's like, I, I was so disconnected from myself. I didn't listen to the very obvious warning signs that I can see looking back, right. Of panic attacks of, you know, being stressed of being more negative. I am not a negative person, but I was slowly becoming more negative. And I was just like, at the time, you know, I don't understand what's going on. You know, why am I being negative? And it was affecting my relationships. And 
it was affecting my work. And I was just like, something's weird here, but I don't know what it is. You know, oh, I'm just going to keep going, whatever. And then COVID hit and it was like, okay, no. Um, the world is telling us that like, not everything is to take for granted, right? You you have to take each moment as it comes and really take advantage of it. And I know there's, you know, the that saying, you know, um, carpe diem, right? But like, it's it's so true when you have those moments where you're like, I need to take advantage because if I don't, then what am I living for? I'm not living for myself. I'm not really living for the others that are, you know, needing me to support them because I can't even support myself. And so it was just like this major awakening for me, like, okay, no, I have to make a difference in my own life to be able to make a difference in others' lives. Mm, I love that. Thank you for saying that because that is, I truly feel the same way. We all start with our own inner work first, right? We can't change the world if we're not doing our inner work. And it's a gift because it's, I feel like it's easy for us to do our inner work rather than to try to make other people do their work, right? If they're not ready. (laughs) Totally, totally. No, you have to be ready for it. (laughs) Definitely. So would you say then, I always ask because the it's called the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. So really what that is, is, and I just want to tell you in your chart, I ran your chart, you're a manifester and you have gate 39 in your unconscious earth, which is provoking. So I thought it was very interesting because I love that because I have that energy too. And I would just love to ask you when I say that, what comes up for you about provoking people into growth and expansion and how has that shown up for you in your life maybe earlier on in life with provoking people I I definitely think provoking people is is very much a part of who I am and that could have been like in in some ways like as a I'm the youngest of three kids I'm I'm the only girl (laughs) so like definitely provoking my brothers in maybe not positive ways growing up (laughs) just to see what would happen. Um, But then also like, as I, you know, at the same time that, you know, like always wanting to, to support those around me and always wanting them to feel that I am there for them at all times, like no matter what's going on. And that you know, I think that that provokes not only a sense of welcoming and safe space for those around me, but it also provokes me to, you know, to to lift myself up a little bit more. And I think that that is kind of what helped me reach that point of, you know, in 2020 of saying, I need to make a difference because I need to make a difference so that I can help those around me. And like, one of the things that I did in 2020, um, so I was put on furlough for my work. Uh, and that was like such an opening moment for me, like, oh, I don't have to do that. <laughs> like on one side, it like was terrible because, you know, money was good. But on the other side, like it opened up a, an opportunity for me that I started teaching yoga online for free. And I was giving this as, you know, to support other people, to help other people through, you know, these difficult times. Um, And so I, I, I learned how to teach yoga online, which was like really weird at the beginning. Um, But, you know, it's, it, it really made me realize that it's, it's all about the ripple effects, you know, cause like I was able to give 
to those people and they were able to give to others. And then, you know, it's, it's all this, you know, when you provoke something, it's not usually just for the person in front of you. It's the ripple effects that send out, you know, and this can be in a good way. And this can also be in a negative way, right? Like you can totally affect your whole environment, depending on how you show up for yourself and how you're sharing that with other people. Mm -hmm. All on the energy frequency and where you're at in that that frequency, definitely unbalanced, are you in the low or in the high? And we fluctuate like all the time. Something can trigger us in one moment. You can be in unbalance, right? It's like a constant. Oh, completely, completely. And it's all the, oh, always, you know, life is always about finding balance. It's always about coming back to it, right? And so it's not about like, we always must be in this balanced, perfectly happy <laughs> state. Like that's not possible, you know? And it's, we shouldn't. Having the ups and downs, that is part of life. That's the beauty of life. And so it's, you know, okay, am I up here? Like, awesome, in a good way. Great, you know, but how can I kind of come back to balance that and, and maintain that, right? So it's not just like this euphoria and then nothing. And then at the same time, when I'm down here, you know, how can I start to to progress it? So I start lifting myself back up again. You know, so it's always about noticing. And then that's what I have learned in the last few years is, you know, it's always about those taking those moments to come back to yourself and to check in and ask yourself, you know, how am I feeling? And to accept whatever is there and not to push it away and to be like, okay, you know, I am super, super happy right now. That's amazing. I'm so happy for that, but I know that that probably isn't going to last forever. So how can I, you know, work to, to maintain that as much as I can, not necessarily in this super, super high, but at least, you know, bringing it back down to a point where I can continue that on, or I can continue to bring it back up. You know, what am I doing now that's creating that happiness? How can I continue to bring that into my life? on a more sustainable basis. Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, if I'm feeling really low, like, okay, I'm feeling really low. Like recently I lost someone very, very dear to me. And, you know, it's like acknowledging that pain and the, the grief of it and not pushing that away, you know, and accepting like that's, that's something that I'm feeling right now. And, and that's okay. And, you know, like little by little, like working to, to help bring myself up doing things that I know make me happy, or I know, you know, will help remind me of, of the, the beautiful times that I had with that person, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's, it's always about allowing that ebb and flow, but to, to accept it wherever you are and to work towards, you know, finding that, that balance in between the two. Mm -hmm. And also I like to say, I call this like dancing with the shadows. I always love, I love to get into the shadows, the shadows. Once you learn, you can either do two, one of two things or one of three things. You can push it away, ignore it, which will then keep coming back. Right. You can yeah. embrace it and have compassion and love when it shows up, or you can even dance with them and laugh and like, Oh, there, that thing is showing up again. Right. How totally. can I do this? So I love that you mentioned the balance and it's always that fluctuation in none of them none is wrong or bad. They are just, exactly. is, right. So I would love to ask you because I feel like most people are stressed and burned out and they don't even know. So oh, yeah. maybe could you give us some insights or ideas that could show up for a person that doesn't, that they may not recognize it as being burned out or stressed? Yeah. Well, I think one of the first things that I would say is, um, 
how are you sleeping? Right? Like sleep can tell us so much about how our body is responding to something. And, you know, are we, are we sleeping a lot, but not gaining any rest from it? Right. That can show up, you know, maybe you're like, I'm just, I'm constantly wanting to go to sleep. I'm constantly wanting to get into bed. Like that's where you're, you know, you're wanting that comfort zone probably. Right. Uh, And you're sleeping a lot, but you're not, when you wake up, you don't feel refreshed. You don't feel like, oh yes, I'm ready to go. It's like, I'm still exhausted, you know? Okay. So what, what's going on there? Why are you still exhausted? Right. What, what is your body needing more of? And so that can be a sign that your body is in that stress mode. Your body is in its sympathetic nervous system and it's not able to come out of it. You're, you know, you're in that dorsal, like need more. Right. Mm -hmm. And then another aspect would be, are you not sleeping at all? Like, are you going to bed and you have insomnia and you're just like in your thoughts all the time and you can't shut your brain off? Well, that's another aspect of, of this stress response, right? Of this burnout that you're like, okay, so I'm not sleeping. So I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to go through the thoughts and that's going to, you know, send me down another negative spiral, right? Or maybe I'm just going to get on my phone and try to like shut it off that way so I can watch some video on YouTube or Instagram or something that like takes my mind off of the things, you know, and so it's noticing how you're, yeah, how you're sleeping and really like being honest with yourself. Okay. What, how is my sleep been, you know, am I getting rest from my sleep? Am I not getting rest from my sleep? Am I sleeping at all? You know, am I getting enough sleep? And then, so that's that part. And then another thing would be like in like your day to day, like how tense are you feeling? Like, are you able to like move through, life without feeling like, oh, my shoulders are super tense or I'm like maybe gripping in your abdomen. Um, Maybe you're not digesting your food well, right? Um, That can be an aspect of, of stress, right? Because our stress goes into the entire body. And so we're not able to, you know, so you, let me step back just in case people don't really know. So you have two parts of your nervous system. You have your sympathetic nervous system and you have your parasympathetic nervous system. Your sympathetic nervous system is this part of the nervous system that comes on when you are, a, when your body registers something that it feels like it needs to either fight it or flee it. Um, Or maybe you freeze as well. That's another aspect of that, right? And so like it's in small doses, this is really good. <laughs> we need that extra like umph and push through some some things. But the issue is, is that lots of times we get stuck in it because of our things that are going on in our life that we don't then allow ourselves to come back in with the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the calming rest and digest, right? And so when we're in the sympathetic, our body doesn't digest things very well. It just holds. It holds on so it can get us through. And then after that, the idea in theory is that we can then come back down with the parasympathetic lifting and then the parasympathetic helps us digest. And that could be digesting food, but it could also be digesting like emotions. It could be digesting, um, you know, the situations that you've experienced. And so sometimes we're not able to digest those things. And then that's when it gets stuck in the body and we get stuck in this sympathetic. And then, you know, you get this negative cycle of things and this gets stuck. Maybe it gets stuck in your shoulders. Maybe it gets stuck in your abdomen. Maybe that's why you're not digesting your food as well. Maybe that's why you're not able to sleep as well. Right. So like all of these things are connected. And so it's, it's important, you know, to kind of look at, okay, 
Is my body functioning the way it should be functioning? Am I getting the sleep that I need to be getting? Am I, you know, is, am I twitching or do I have shakes going on where maybe I didn't have them before? You know, maybe you're like constantly like bouncing your leg, right? This is your, your body telling you, you are holding onto something that's trying to let it go, twitching in the eyes, right? And so, okay, your body is telling you this. Let's start taking those little tiny steps to notice, okay, when is this happening? What's going on? How can I start to release that energy in a, in a positive way, right? Um, not through like maybe attacking a loved one because you're just holding it all up and then releasing it or not like, you know, doing something crazy that then injures yourself, you know, in, in, in a way that's a little, you know, every single day releasing this pent up energy. So you can start to, to little by little bring in this parasympathetic and then work to once again, as we were talking about before, to, to find that balance. And it's, it's never like, you're never going to be completely balanced, right? It's, it's like a little ebb and flow, like, okay, maybe you're here, maybe you're there. And so just going back and forth between the two. Mm. And, you know, when you were talking, I was, I was very sick for a while there. I had alopecia and it was, I was definitely stuck in fight or flight. Even I didn't realize that through my sleep, I was still, I was living in that nervous system. Mm -hmm. I was just there. And that was a huge um, awakening for me. So I wanted to ask you, um, as far as when you work with clients, what are some of the things that you bring in for the sleep aspect with the fight or flight? Because usually I feel like, I truly feel like everyone's stuck there, especially in society today. We're really stuck there. So just one kind of tip that you could give for someone to see, hey, am I in fight or flight? Am I sleeping? Am I in parasympathetic or sympathetic? What's going on here? So I think I think I understand your your question. Um, and, And let me just clarify to make sure that I understand it. You're you're what you're wanting me to say is or give a suggestion for is what you want someone to do if they think they're in that. Or do you want me to like identify if you're in there. So I guess I'm going to go, I'm going to answer both parts of that just in case, like, (laughs) so, (laughs) um, so yeah. So let's say you're, you're not sleeping well. Right. And you're kind of going, okay, so what's, what do I need more of? Well, look at, um, when you get into bed, like, what have you been doing before that? What have you, what's your routine been to get before you get into, into bed, right? Have you been spending a lot of time maybe in front of a screen? Screen time is huge. Um, and it's, it's not beneficial, especially right before bed, because you, you have the blue light, which the blue light is sun, right? The sun has blue light in it. And so when our bodies, our bodies are, you know, made to, when the sun comes up, we start waking up. So when we have that blue light in front of us, it starts to wake us up or it keeps us up. And so the more we're time in in front of that screen, then it's also keeping us, you know, just physically awake. But then at the same time, what what are you doing on the screen? Why are you on that screen all the time? Are you using that screen to then sort of distract yourself from other things that are going on in your mind? Right? Because a lot of times <laughs> I do this too. I'm totally putting myself out here. Like you know, maybe I'm working on a project or I'm like setting up for something and I'm like, oh, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Mm. And then I'll just be like, mm, what's going on on Instagram? You know, like <laughs> I'll just focus on that or let me look at my my emails for a bit. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like this is my body telling me that I'm scared about something. I'm nervous about something. Right. I'm in that fight flight. And so, OK, so 
maybe I should step away from that. What are you eating right before bed, right? If we eat a lot of heavy food right before we sleep, then our body is going to feel heavy. It's not going to be able to digest well, and it's going to go into that system of trying to digest, and then it won't actually sleep, right? So noticing that sort of thing. Um, how much alcohol are you consuming? And I am, I'm not a nutritionist, right? Like the, I'm, I'm, I don't want you to think that I'm getting into that at all. But what I'm saying is like, we, we have to look at our habits of what we're doing and why we're getting into those. And so it's like taking that moment to pause and like, maybe you start a journal and you're writing down like, okay, so this is what I do, you know, before bed. And then the next day, this is what I do before bed. And you're not judging it. You're just looking, okay, this is like, this is my, my cycle of what I'm doing. Okay. Well, what is going on here? What, what sort of things am I doing? And why would that maybe be taking away from my sleep? Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's, it is very much about, you know, if you can go, if you can get into bed and you're like there and you're like, ah, oh, yes, I'm tired. And then you fall asleep easily. Then you're probably in that parasympathetic. You're probably in that calm state, right? If you're getting into bed and you're like, your brain is all over the place and you're like rolling around and maybe you're feeling uncomfortable for one reason or another, maybe it's too hot. Maybe, you know, then you might go to something that helps distract you. And that usually something in our day-to-day -day life is often a screen, <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and so like, we're trying to distract ourselves. So, you know, is there something you can do that you don't go directly to that screen? So I don't, I don't know if that's answered your question, but, um, you know, it, it is about, you know, taking those times to really sit down and notice like, okay, what am I doing and why am I doing it? Mm -hmm. And being honest with yourself. And sometimes this isn't easy to do alone, right? You can like, maybe like write these things down, but sometimes we need that extra person to step in and be like, okay, so but, but why are you doing that right there? Right? Like, why are you eating that big meal right before bed, even though you had a meal before that? Right? Yeah. Like, why are you eating more right before bed? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, what, what, you know, so you're just asking yourself the questions and sometimes asking ourselves these questions isn't easy to do on our own. So it's like having someone else there and maybe that's a friend, you know, maybe that's a family member. Maybe it's a, you know, a therapist or a coach. Like it, 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 it depends on you and it depends on kind of where you are in your journey, where, mm -hmm. who is the best support for you. So being that being said, would love to hear. I know you said entrepreneurs and professionals, but uh, who do you work with? Who's your ideal client? What What are some of their struggles that they're having? So my ideal client is a someone that's willing to acknowledge that, as we kind of talked about before, that maybe they need that extra help, but they're ready to start helping themselves, right? Because it's it's really pretty much impossible to, you can help, you know, open a door. You can be a guide. I am, so, I'm a guide and I am support, but I cannot do the work for you. And so if you're not ready for that, which is fine, we're all on different paths, right? If you're not ready for that, then maybe it's the, the first step is just to like, start reaching out to your friends and see if that's, you know, the benefit or maybe a therapist, right? Maybe you need to go into the story. I'm not going to go into the story with you. That's not my job. My job is to help you know, you look at what's going on in, in your life and the taking those steps 
to to support yourself the best and then also maybe taking steps to sort of go into limiting beliefs as well um but so someone that is willing to that is ready to to start start taking the steps to support themselves to start listening to themselves mm-hmm. with compassion is super important um this person like yeah like i said i mean we all have limiting beliefs right we all have things that like we are telling ourselves that isn't necessarily beneficial and these things might be coming from other people they might be coming from ourselves right and so you know most a lot of the the women that i work with have have these and so we we start to unpick them not from a story side but more from like a how am i storing this in my body how can mm-hmm. we start releasing it from from the body um and so, yeah, a lot of the women that come to me, you know, they're, as I said at the beginning, they're professionals, they're entrepreneurs, they're high achievers. So they want a lot of stuff. Usually they're like trying, they're putting themselves out there for a lot of stuff, but then all at the same time, like, you know, when, um, you know, they, maybe they go to the mirror and they, they don't look at themselves and think, oh, wow, you're doing all these amazing things. Right. They might look in the mirror and go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You What's know, next. I need What's to do next? this too. I need to add this. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But when you do take that time to, to then really honestly, compassionately start to tune in, then that's when these amazing changes happen from the inside out. Mm-hmm. You know, your body functions better. You are able to connect with yourself better, which then means you're able to connect with other people around you better. And that is the beautiful thing, because the more we're able to give off this positive, supportive energy, then that, as said at the beginning, right, it's this ripple effect and it sends out to to so many different people around you. Mm. And I think, you know, our, our world could definitely use with a lot more of that, that supportive, compassionate, positive ripple effect out um, because, you know, we, there's a lot of things that going on right now that aren't in that aspect. And just because life is, is difficult, doesn't mean that we cannot show up for ourselves and give back to ourselves so that we can then give back to others. Mm. So my last question, you kind of already answered it, but I'm just going to ask anyway. Um, the reason that you do this work is because why what what is that feeling what is the overall you I think you understand what I'm saying but you know the yeah. reason the feeling the connection what why is this so why are you so passionate about this work because I guess there's there's a few different reasons that one of the main reasons is I, because I struggled with it for a long time, for years, I know how difficult it can be. I know the, the depths that you can get into. And I want to help other people not get to that point. And, and it does, it, it fills me up. You know, it makes me happy to know that I am able to, to share what I have learned with others and they can then use that as a stepping stone to to take off for themselves and and be these amazing empowered individuals um that then share that with other people mm-hmm. and you mentioned that with the ripple effect over and over so there's that feeling 
first of all, that knowingness that working on yourself first, then ripple effect and every person that you work with ripple effect and every person. So it seems more of a collective global impactful way that you actually want to make global impact. You want to make big impact with people's lives, but through a subtle way of like love and connection. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. That's what I got from it. <laughs> yes. No, no, that, that's like such a good way to summarize it. Yes. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, any last words? I will put in the show notes, all of your information, a little bit more detail and depth about what you do, your website, all that goodness. So that will all be in the show notes. So is there anything else that you'd like to say for the listeners or maybe give them an insight or anything else that just is coming to the surface? I think the last thing or the thing I want to sort of leave people on with is it's it's okay to not be okay. It's okay that you have ebbs and flows in your life. And it's okay to take that time to pause and tune in and really ask yourself, how are you feeling? And through that, we are much better able to take small little steps that help us grow and help us be prosperous so that we can then share that with so many others around us. Mm, Yeah, it's really through connection. I love that. Thank you. Thank you, Tess. I did it again (laughs) for being here. Um, I just want all the listeners to know we will be on Thursday as we go into your chart. And I can't remember if you... um, if you know a lot about human design or not, but we'll go into that because there's some fun stuff that I learned that I can't wait to dive into with you. So make sure that you guys listen on Thursday. She will be back and we'll be going back deeper into her chart. So thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you so, so much for having me on. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.